This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV. It's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerRom.com from Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerRom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Stephen Parr, the host of Soccer News IV. Let's start with our top stories. Ballas leaves for L.A. Alexi Lalas announced this week he was leaving Red Bull New York to take over as the new GM for the LA Galaxy. LA's previous GM, Doug Hamilton, died from a heart attack while on an airplane earlier this spring. Lalas had repeatedly denied rumors he was heading to LA, but changed his mind over the weekend saying, quote, It comes down to gut and where you feel you need to go and where you feel your future is. He apparently felt his future was in LA. Now, there are several interesting connections here. First of all, 10 months ago, Lawless was the GM for the San Jose Earthquakes. He left that position, accepted the same position for the New York Metro Stars. Neither team exists anymore. San Jose moved to Houston, and the Metros were bought out by Red Bull. AEG owned both San Jose and the Metro Stars and still owns the Galaxy. So in many ways, this is kind of an internal move for Lawless. Alexi will now be head coach Steve Sampson's boss. You may remember Sampson refused to play Lawless during the 1998 World Cup when the U.S. went 0 for 3 and finished up dead last. Lawless says there are no hard feelings there. He will also share a stadium with the new head coach of Chivas USA, Bob Bradley. One of the biggest moves Lawless made while at MetroStars was to fire Bob Bradley as the team's head coach. Lawless says there are no hard feelings there either. <laughs> we'll see, won't we? Yeah, about four times a year when L.A. and Chivas meet in the same stadium they share. Well, this leaves New York in a big state of flux. Think about it. In just the last year, they have now gone through two GMs, two head coaches, and two owners. A new GM and possibly a new head coach are on the way since many in New York believe the soft drink company is about to clean house like a Red Bull in a China shop. Personally, I think it was inevitable that Lawless was heading to L.A. Think about it. There are two teams in L.A. and there are two L.A.'s in Lawless's name. Also this week, MLS and Soccer United Marketing announced FC Barcelona will make an American tour this summer. The Spanish side will visit L.A. on August 6th. Houston on August 9th, and New York on August 12th. Mexican professional teams will be Barcelona's opponents for the L.A. and Houston dates, and then they will face the Red Bulls in the Meadowlands on the 12th. And finally, we're number four. That's right. The U.S. is officially the fourth best team in the world, according to the FIFA Coca-Cola rankings. The rankings were released on April 19th. The U.S. now sits behind only Brazil, the Czech Republic, and the Netherlands. Just in case you wondered, Mexico is 6th, England is 10th, Italy is 14th, Germany is tied for 19th, and Ghana is 50th. Now, I don't know of anyone who actually believes the U.S. is the 4th best team in the world, especially since we just lost to Germany 4-1 last month. And then we tied lowly Jamaica earlier this month. Personally, I like it. I love it for the simple fact that it makes the rest of the world angry. This isn't even our sport, and we can claim to be better than all but three of you. 
<laughs> yeah, that's fun. Try it. The only rankings that matter come up later this year in Germany. That's when the U.S. will face the Czech Republic, Italy, and Ghana in the first round of this summer's World Cup. Now for the game wrap. The Chicago Fire and the Columbus Crew tied 1-1 in Columbus. This was an ugly game. Neither team deserved to win this one, but the Crew actually deserved to lose it. See, in the 54th minute, down 1-0, when Kay Kamara took a dive in the box. Now, the ref gave the Crew a penalty kick. Sebastian Rosenthal, who, by the way, looks like Gerard Depardieu and Fabio's love child, Put away the penalty easily, but it should have never been called. Kamara was shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder with Jim Curtin and just flopped down. It was a, a ridiculous call, and it cost Chicago the game. Chicago has now lost a lead in all three of its games so far, and that's not good news for the Road Warriors. In the second game of the day, Houston failed to score against D.C. United in D.C. United won 2-0. Both of D.C.'s goals came from set plays. Josh Gross put home a rebound in the 25th minute, and Christian Gomez struck a nice direct kick in the 71st. Houston has now lost two in a row. D.C. has won two in a row. New England went on the road to Kansas City and lost 1-0. In three games this season, the Rev have scored only one goal. Now, for a team that boasts the firepower of Taylor Twellman, Pat Noonan, and Clint Dempsey, one goal in three games is just sad. All three are trying to play their way onto the U.S. World Cup team, and I don't think that's the way to get it done. Kansas City, on the other hand, is perfect for the season. Jimmy Conrad struck home the game winner. FC Dallas tied the Colorado Rapids in Denver 2-2. Dallas really had Colorado on the ropes in the first half after getting two lead, a two-goal lead from two beautiful shots. But remember that old saying about a chain's only as strong as its weakest link? Well, in this game... Clarence Goodson was that link. In the 39th minute, Goodson reached out to stop a ball with his arm. The ball was either going out of bounds or it was going to bounce into keeper Dario Sala's arms. Now, Sala can use his hands because he's the goalkeeper. Goodson can't. He's a defender, and that's cheating. So, Jovan Karofsky put away the penalty, and the game's now 2-1. Then, just a few minutes later, in injury time, Goodson goofs again. Rapids, Terry Cook, sends a cross into the box, and Goodson nails it into the upper left-hand corner of the net. His own net. First, an unnecessary handball, then an awkward own goal. The Rapids, in my opinion, owe Goodson money because they certainly weren't creating any offense on their own. They had to rely on him to do it for them. And I'm not sure a strategy of getting one player on the other team to self-destruct is a winning strategy for a long season. Red Bull and Real Salt Lake tied 1-1 in Utah. Red Bull had the lead until Jason Christ tied things up in the 89th minute. Christ came on as a sub, and this was goal number 101 for Christ, extending his record for all time in MLS goals. DC United's Jaime Moreno, by the way, is second on that list with 96. And finally, the first leg of the Super Classico in LA, in L.A. came down to the final minutes. Chivas had actually had the lead for the first time ever against the Galaxy, thanks to an Ante Razov goal. He's been a great pickup for them so far. But then Cornell Glenn came alive to net two goals for the win. By the way, if you get a chance, make sure you go to MLS Net and watch that second goal. Landon Donovan puts on a clinic. The game is 
Three minutes into injury time when Donovan gets the ball in his own half. He then bobs and weaves his way to the top of Chivas's box, drawing four defenders in the process, makes one of them fall down. Then, cool as can be, he chips them all. He puts the ball at Glenn's foot, who slots home the winner. It was great stuff. Make sure you get a chance to check it out. Houston's Brian Ching still leads the scoring totals with five goals in three games. He's followed by Antai Razov of Chivas and Jovan Karaski of the Rapids, each with three. The schedule. There are only four games this weekend, and four teams take a much-deserved break. I mean, wow, three three games in three weeks. Whew, that's more work than Congress does. So on Saturday, D.C. United heads to the Meadowlands to face Red Bull for the second time this season. You can watch it on ESPN2 at 4 o'clock Eastern. At 8.30, Real Salt Lake heads to Houston for the first time ever. That game is on direct kick. Also on direct kick, the Columbus crew travel to L.A. to face the Galaxy at 10.30 Eastern. All of L.A.'s games so far have been in the Home Depot Center. That must be nice, say the fire fans. Then on Sunday, the Deuce serves up another match for us. This one's between the Wizards and the former Burns starting at 5 o'clock Eastern in Frisco. This should be a really good game since it's pairing the first-place team in the East against the first-place team in the West. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. I need to give a big shout-out to the folks at SoccerRound.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Remember, Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.